He'd moved back in, bringing the children with him shortly after Jessica's death. On days like this, John could almost smell the heady scent from the patch of pinion pine out behind the house. Outside, it was a beautiful spring day, but inside was another story. Sitting behind the leather-topped executive desk, John peered at the upper windows, high out of reach. He'd prefer to cloak them with curtains, blinds, or something. He didn't like the sunlight. He didn't like it trying to brighten his day. He had little more than a tiny sliver of nothing to be happy about. The girls, his and Jessica's girls, were healthy. That was about it. Jessica's will and its accompanying envelopes, three of them, seemed to stare at him from the desk stop. Jessica's instructions, her last wishes, and the letters, one for each of them, him and the girls, inscribed with their names. John picked up his letter and traced his fingertip along the handwritten inscription. He'd never been able to do more than that, certainly not open it, even though, according to Jessica's will, he was supposed to have opened it two years ago, one year after her death. The will commanded his attention again. He set the unopened envelope down and looked at the document begrudgingly. Every time he thought about spreading Jessica's ashes as she'd requested, his heart died a little. He hadn't been able to let go. He couldn't do it. It was bad enough that he was expected to say goodbye, but she wanted her ashes scattered in Hawaii, of all places, where they'd taken their honeymoon, for God's sake. John picked up Jessica's will and blew out a sigh as he focused on the paragraphs that spelled it out in detail. She wanted her ashes spread near the from-here-to-eternity beach, one year to the date of her death. After the ceremony, she wanted John and the children to read the letters she'd left them, in private, if that was easier. And here the letters sat, three years later, still unopened. Jessica's ashes were still in the urn sitting on John's dresser upstairs. His family had been bugging him, especially his older brother and sister, to put Jessica to rest, to make it final for the children, so they could all move on with their lives. But John's heart was still in a thousand pieces, as shattered as it was the day Jessica drew her last breath. John shoved Jessica's will and her unopened letters toward the center of the desk and swabbed his hands over his face. He knew he should take the kids and Jessica's ashes to Hawaii and finish it. For the good of the children, if not himself, it was the thing to do. But how was he supposed to move forward when his heart wasn't willing to participate? Jagged edges from his shattered heart stabbed at his insides. He almost felt relief when the door opened. Almost. He blew out a sigh as he peered up at his older brother. Ray could distract John if he wanted to. Problem was, the only thing his brother wanted to talk about these days was what John had been avoiding. Ray glanced down at the desk, let out a half-snort before saying, You've got the letters out. I guess that's a start. Believe me, I know what you're going to say. And he did. John also knew he didn't want Ray bringing in reinforcements, the rest of the family. His parents were beyond lectures these days, but his siblings, all four of them, two older and two younger, were a different matter. You've heard it all before, 
Ray said in a snide, older brother tone. I don't know why you keep making me repeat myself. Then stop. Go to Hawaii. A stretch of silence drifted between them before John said, I am. I've booked a suite on Waikiki Beach. I'll be taking one of the jets. When are you leaving? Hope filled Ray's voice. Tomorrow. Good, Ray said, and glanced at John. Does Lori know? John nodded. We just closed the Marietta deal. She'll be able to handle things until I return. Ray might be the eldest, but it was John and his oldest sister, Lori, who headed Sinclair Enterprises. Ray, a corporate attorney, handled the company's legal affairs. Well then, Ray said, you're all set. He looked at John the way he used to when they were kids, like the time Sally Frith had broken John's heart.